You're listening to the Military Homeschool Podcast. The Military Homeschool Podcast aims to equip and encourage parents by covering topics relevant to military homeschooling families. Tune in each week for tips and advice from someone who's been there as a military wife and homeschooling mom. You also hear inspiring stories and informative guest interviews with experienced military homeschoolers and experts in the educational field. The Military Homeschool Podcast is a broadcast of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Hey friends, I'm Crystal Niehoff and you're listening to the Military Homeschool Podcast. Thanks so much for listening in today. At this point in American history, especially in the wake of the mass shutdowns of 2020, homeschooling seems to most people as though it's just another viable and obvious option when it comes to educating our children. Nowadays, it's not uncommon to see school-aged children out and about with mom or dad while public schools are in session, and rarely does anyone even notice anymore. And this is a very good thing, in my opinion. Finally, I feel that we homeschoolers have been validated and vindicated in a way. However, this has not always been the case. When I started homeschooling my firstborn over 23 years ago now, the opportunities to homeschool were presented in a drastically different environment. In fact, it took time and research for me to be convinced that it was even legal. And that was before the convenience of Google. The only other homeschoolers I had ever known before that time were my aunt and uncle who home-educated my cousin Shandel back in the 80s. We didn't call it homeschooling back then either. We just talked about it among our family as though they just didn't send her to school. They were viewed as kind of rebels of the family and it was very hush-hush. I definitely got the feeling that what they were doing was looked upon in my family as kind of weird or maybe lazy, even neglectful. But now as Shandle is well into her 40s, she's intelligent, well-adjusted, and has operated a successful business along with her husband for over 20 years. Now fast forward to the year 2000 when I started homeschooling and I still had never heard of it. That was until it was approached as a controversial topic on a talk show that I stumbled upon while flipping through the TV channels looking for something to listen to while I cleaned the kitchen. At that time, my two oldest daughters were in first and second grade at the public school down the street, like most other kids. My first grader hated going to school, though, and was already being given nightly homework in just first grade. My second grade daughter was being bullied by a male classmate, but when I took my concerns to the school administration, they just kind of blew it off. Plus, both girls were coming home talking about some things that they were learning in school that was clearly against our faith. I began praying that we could afford a private school but this just was not in our budget. Long story short, we did begin homeschooling, which was an absolute answer to prayer after some convincing of both myself and my husband. While there were way more resources available to us back then than when my uncle and aunt homeschooled, 
And I was blessed to live in an area where there were a growing number of homeschool groups and activities. However, I still felt that during school hours, my kids had to be doing some sort of schoolwork. We rarely went out in public until after 3 p.m. on a normal school day just to avoid having to explain ourselves. It simply wasn't as popular or accepted as it is today. Homeschooling has changed a lot over the years, especially in the past 70 years. It's now an option that many parents are able to easily seek out for their families. Today, with an estimated 3.7 million children nationwide homeschooling at the end of 2022, it's obvious that homeschooling is quickly becoming a seriously considered and desired option for American parents, and even more so for military families. Thankfully, it's an option that is available to parents in all 50 states, and military homeschoolers can usually homeschool while stationed abroad. If you've homeschooled for any length of time, it won't surprise you, I'm sure, to hear that more and more parents are flocking to educate their children at home. After all, as homeschoolers, we've experienced firsthand how incredible homeschooling our children can be. You as much as I know the benefits of homeschooling, they stretch way beyond simply giving our kids an incredibly tailored education. We've experienced the joy of our children as they're allowed the opportunities to explore their interests and the beauty of being able to take a family vacation without the external pressures to finish a set of worksheets that our kiddos might be missing out on. We're blessed to soak in family time as we get to watch our children grow up right by our sides and have been able to give them real-life, practical socialization as they accompany us everywhere we go. It almost seems a bit odd now to think about homeschooling being anything but legal and welcomed in the United States, but the history of homeschooling has a long journey. It's not always been legal or allowed, And many families in the 70s and 80s even had to consider moving their families to a different state to hide the fact that they had children that would not be enrolled in the public school system. Parents who homeschooled their children during this time could get in serious trouble for contributing to the delinquency of a minor. I mean, it was a serious infraction that could even lead to jail time. Can you imagine? Oh, it seems like a different world. Despite its recent rise in popularity, the history of homeschooling in the United States actually dates back to colonial times, when some families chose or had no other choice but to educate their children at home rather than sending them off to school. During this period, there weren't any official laws or regulations governing homeschooling. Parents had complete freedom to teach their children whatever they deemed necessary. Then in the early 1800s, educational reformers began advocating for more formalized public education systems, which resulted in compulsory attendance laws, meaning that all children were now required to attend school for a certain number of hours per day. This legislation 
effectively put an end to informal homeschooling as it was known prior to this time. By the late 19th century and into the 20th century, public schooling had become the standard in the United States. In the 1960s and 70s, though, homeschooling started to gain more traction as parents sought alternatives to mainstream education. It was during this time that Dr. Raymond Moore published his groundbreaking book, Better Late Than Early, in which he argued that children should not be pushed into formal learning environments before they are developmentally ready. And it was during the 1970s that the United States saw a surge in interest in alternative educational methods, such as progressive education and homeschooling. This period also saw the emergence of various legal efforts to make homeschooling a legitimate form of education, with some states beginning to pass laws that permitted homeschooling in certain circumstances. Interestingly, two states, Nevada and Utah, passed homeschooling legislation as early as 1956 and 1957, long before any other states decided to follow suit. In fact, it took nearly 25 more years before a single other state began to follow suit. Once the ball got rolling, however, it was only another nine years before every state in the United States had legalized homeschooling. Fortunately for us, many homeschoolers have already fought the battles to protect our homeschool freedoms. Parents joined together and groups formed. Among them was the Homeschool Legal Defense Association, known as HSLDA, which has fought and continues to fight for the freedoms and protections that enable us to homeschool today. While each state has its own set of particular laws and regulations, nowhere in the United States is a homeschooler considered truant from school. And since the year 1993, homeschooling has been legalized in every single state. Now, nearly 30 years after the final state joined in on allowing homeschooling as a legal form of education, we're finally starting to see homeschooling pick up in terms of becoming an ideal and easily accessible option for many families. While there were obvious negatives from the shutdowns of 2020, I think that one of the, the benefits of that time in our history was how many parents' eyes were opened to the possibility of homeschooling their children. Many parents had never considered doing so, and many more had assumed they or their children just would not enjoy it at all. The forced time at home gave many parents a newfound perspective on homeschooling, resulting in what has now been the largest growth period of homeschooling that our country has ever seen. The homeschooling rates are continuing to rise consistently. Not only that, but it has allowed for our society in general to have more understanding and a more favorable view of homeschooling and has resulted in even more opportunities for homeschoolers as a result. Today, the HSLDA on a nationwide level and just as importantly, and arguably more importantly, homeschool families at the local level are still fighting for freedoms and protections for all homeschoolers. 
There's still places in the world that do not allow homeschooling, like Germany. Although U.S. military families know that SOFA gives us the ability to homeschool when stationed there in most cases, but this is not the case for the families who permanently reside in Germany and other countries. And there is still work to be done in the United States to continue to protect our homeschooling rights. If you've homeschooled for any length of time, you know that many people are still wary of homeschooling. People at the grocery store will often ask a bunch of questions and share their concerns about your educational choices or even feel the need to quiz your child on their math or spelling skills. We've come a long way, but there's still work to be done. As more and more families flock to homeschooling in the United States, more opportunities will open up for our children. Thankfully, the work done over the past 70 years since Nevada and Utah first legalized homeschooling has allowed each of us to have a choice in how our children are educated. I know that I myself am incredibly thankful for how easy it was to be able to choose to homeschool. It's been a long journey in the U.S., but it's worth it as all families now have the ability to choose the best method of educating their children, including the option to homeschool. As military families, we know all too well, though, that freedom isn't free. The same is true for our homeschooling freedoms. Moving forward, may we never forget the words of educator and homeschool proponent John Holt. Quote, it is the duty of a citizen in a free country not to fit into society, but to make society, end quote. Well, friends, that's it for today. Thanks so much for listening in. You can read my show notes for today's episode at militaryhomeschoolpodcast.com. Please be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast listening app. Then share it with a friend. I'll be back next week with another episode of the Military Homeschool Podcast. Have a blessed week. Thanks for listening in today. Be sure to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. If you liked this podcast, please take a moment to give it a five-star rating and leave a comment. Links to the resources mentioned during the show today can be found in our show notes at militaryhomeschoolpodcast.com. Connect on Facebook at Military Homeschool Podcast or via email at militaryhomeschoolpodcast at gmail.com.